What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Moving to Florida show. We are coming to you today with a uh, somewhat timely episode, so we were a little bit rushed uh, trying to get this one out, but we wanted to get this information to you. Um, I am your host, Judson Osmond, by the way, along with co-host Mohit Badlani. What is up, everyone? So it's it's that time of year again, isn't it? Yes. So what we were talking about today, ladies and gentlemen, is the homestead exemption. And uh, as I said, it is kind of a, a timely episode. The reason being is that March 1st is the deadline to register for your homestead exemption if you already have moved to Florida. So for probably, you know, the majority of our listeners, definitely file this one away in your head for, you know, for the future when you move here. But we want to make sure to let you guys know that if you already moved to Florida, um, it, specifically last year, if you moved to Florida in 2020, um, that you do have until March 1st to register for your homestead exemption. So with that being said, now we're going to kind of dive into it and just tell you a little bit about what the homestead exemption is and why you want to register for it. What do you think? I got the def- I got the definition up if you want me to recite that definition. What is Florida homestead exemption? If you want to if you want to dive into it and just give them word for word what it is, we can do that. That's fine. All right. The homestead exemption in Florida applies to property taxes. Generally, a property appraiser determines the value of all property within an area and the assessed value is used to determine the amount of ad valorem tax or property tax. Real quick, if uh, I can interrupt, can you tell yeah. us what ad valorem is? Ad valorem I th- is is property taxes. To, to ad valorem is to the value. To the value. Ad valorem yeah. to the value of your property. <laughs> and then oh, how sorry, much continue, you... Continue, continue. <laughs> how much you pay depends on the... Dis- you were trying to catch me there, weren't you? Uh, and I you got did, me there. I'm I like, what? <laughs> All right. How much you pay depends on the decision and needs of your local tax authorities. The amount can fluctuate through, I mean, the amount can fluctuate, though the property tax is exemption shields part of the assessed value when calculating property taxes. Property can qualify for a homestead exemption if you're a Florida resident and the home is your property primary residence because you're not paying property taxes on the home's full value the amount you pay is less than you would pay if the house were a second home rental property or a vacation home there we go all right so so the the short version of that is the homestead exemption saves you money on property taxes for your primary residence that's that's the cut and dry version, right? That is that is the cut and dry. <laughs> so, what's the maximum amount we can get in Florida? Uh, I'll be honest here; I don't know the maximum amount because there are some other exemptions, and I, and I mean, maybe we're not saying those are maybe those aren't homestead exemptions. There are some other exemptions you can get, right? Um, but the largest taxes. exemption that there is is this homestead exemption, and that can be up to fifty thousand dollars of the home's assessed value would remain untaxed, basically. So, you know, if you have a home that's worth a hundred thousand um, dollars, you're only going to be taxed for fifty thousand dollars worth of home. Is basically how how that would work. Yeah, if it's under fifty thousand dollars, then it's just the first twenty five thousand that you're going to get uh, uh, exempt. Uh, then the remaining twenty five thousand is going to be taxed. 
Right, exactly. So so every piece of property has um, a few different types of values assessed to it. You've got the just value, the assessed value, and the taxable value. So the just value is typically what you know we're talking about when we're talking about selling homes or appraised value. I mean, that's what it's actually worth if you were to turn around and sell the house. That's the just value. Then you have right. the assessed value. The assessed value is what the property appraiser has said, you know, here, here's what the home is worth. Um, but then there are some kind of limitations to that as well, which we'll get into a little bit later. And then you have the taxable value. So the taxable value, what you actually get taxed on is the assessed value minus uh, homestead exemption and minus other, you know, exemptions, exemptions that you might qualify for. So that's kind of the three different types of value, so to speak, that we have for homes. Correct. Correct. And you can, like you mentioned earlier, you can still get additional uh, exemptions on your uh, on your property. I mean, you got to be like a first responder, active duty military, veteran, surviving spouse of a vet- veteran, blind person, seniors, things of that nature. Yeah, I was going to say well, maybe we'll dive into those on a future episode, but I think you covered them all. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, so <laughs> it's. We could still do an episode on all those. Sure, sure, yeah. Because I mean, there are there are a lot of details that go into that, and you know, I mean, Mo and I, we're not going to know every single one of those details. But um, you know, as we said, the biggest exemption you can get is this homestead exemption. Again, that has to come from being your primary residence. Um, it's kind of as we alluded to earlier, March first is the filing deadline for that. Um, but you do have to have been living in the home before January first of that year. So for of for that this, current tax year, yeah, yeah, for this uh, twenty twenty one, you have to be in the home by January first and then you have to file by March the first. Now once you file for your homestead, as long as you live in that home, you're gonna have that homestead exemption tied to it. And and you don't have to refile every year or anything like that. It it just automatically extends every year. Yeah, a little disclaimer, because every county has a different way of filing for homestead. So right. Orange County, you can do it online. I know uh, certain counties, you have to go to the property tax collector's office. Uh, some, you have to mail things through. Some might need uh, your actual Florida driver's license, social security number. I mean, you got to plug that into uh, an online database, but I think every county has a different way of, uh, of getting that exemption. All right, so I think that it, it's there is some variance from county to county in the way that um, it's counted. But as we said, it's up to fifty thousand dollars in exemption that you can get. Um, the first twenty five thousand in that exemption applies to all of your property taxes, including um, school taxes. Which you know we do have a lot of great school districts here in Florida, so sometimes those school taxes can be a pretty high millage rate. Um, and then the additional $25,000 applies to the assessed value between fifty dollars and $75,000. So that kind of goes back to what Mo said. You know, if, you're, if the home's only worth $50,000, you are not getting a full $50,000 in exemptions to make your taxes zero. You're only getting the $25,000 in exemptions. That is correct. But if you're a first-time homeowner or have never received a Florida homestead exemption, you're probably wondering how to get it. Uh, you must submit an application on your first year to el- to be eligible. Uh, this application form is called a DR-501, and it's due to the property appraiser by March 1st, like we've been saying. Right, indeed. So let's go into something else that is tied to the homestead exemption, and that is the Save Our Homes benefit. So, you know, something that people might be concerned about is, hey, in the future, is my are my property taxes going to go up? And, I mean, the short answer to that is, yeah. I mean, yes. that's pretty much what taxes do, right? Taxes go <laughs> up. Uh, but we do have a Save Our Homes benefit here in Florida. And in order to get that benefit, it does have to be your homestead property. So once you filed homestead on your, on your residence and you live... You 
you know, you're living there as your primary residence, you have homestead. Um, once you get that initial assessed value um, from your original homestead, the assessed value cannot increase by more than 3% each year. So even in a crazy hot real estate market like we have right now where prices are going up, 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 once you have your assessed value locked in, let's say your assessed value is 200000 even if that home's worth half a million dollars next year, your assessed value can only go up 3%. So your assessed value can only go up to 206000 So this is another huge tax savings. And I mean, really in the long run, if you're going to live in your home for a very long time, um, that you're going to see more savings from the Save Our Homes benefit than from even the $50,000 exemption. Yep. You're right. There's a ceiling to it, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. All I mean, right. It's, it's 3%. That's it. I, yeah, 3%. Um, I do have a FAQ for you. Frequently asked questions. Here okay. you go. Uh, can I keep my Florida homestead exemption if I move? You can, absolutely. So we also have what is called portability. Um, I'll tell you firsthand, it's very confusing if you try to look into it. I've, I've taken a course on it before, actually, to, to you know, because there's there it's different if you're stepping up. I mean, typically people are going to upgrade in home. They're going to get a little nicer home, but you can port that over. You can port that assessed value over, and that's that's going to give you some significant savings, especially if, you know, you've owned your current home for, for a while and, um, you know, the value is really low because of that saver homes benefit and then you buy a much nicer house that value carries over there's and there's a calculation there but it it helps a lot in keeping you from jumping into a much higher tax bracket so to speak on the other side it goes the other way too some people do you know hey all the families moved out and they need to downsize you know get a little bit less expensive house there's some calculations that go into it but you can go that way as well now for most of our listeners i mean you guys obviously you're just now looking at moving to florida but this is all stuff to keep in mind for the future that is right. And uh, another thing that you can uh, do is ma- uh, just be careful when you are moving that you make your new residence a primary resident. Now, obviously, you said portability because you're moving one primary to another primary. Now, if you're not doing that, you're not going to get the homestead. <laughs> so that homestead only sits with that house. Right. Yeah. You can only homestead one home because it is meant to be your primary residence. So if you own another home in another state, you you know, there's, there may be homestead exemptions, things like that there. You got to look at your own situation and see, you know, which one you want to homestead, if it's even worth, you know, homesteading one or the other for tax benefits. But an important thing to keep in mind as, you know, Florida is known as kind of a vacation hub. Some people might be thinking, hey, I'll have a second home in Florida. I'll live there part of the year and then I'll rent the house out um, when I'm not using it. Just keep in mind, if you do that, you cannot homestead it because one of the rules for homestead is you can't rent it more than 30 days out of the year. That is right. You can, however, cancel your homestead exemption if you are moving to a primary resident and you're keeping uh, your current property as an investment or whatnot, you can cancel the homestead exemption and go into the other one. Right. So Um, that would be just porting it from one to the other, but you just don't sell the previous property, right? Exactly. And uh, do you have to renew this every year? Uh, Answer that one earlier. You do not. (laughs) You do not. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the other things that I see people look at a lot is, you know, they might look at somebody that's lived in a home for two years, say, you know, somebody that's looking to move to Florida and the house they're going to buy, the homeowner has been there for 10 years. They've had this save our homes benefit where the value can only go up so much and they go, oh, wow, you know, the taxes are really low. That doesn't mean they're going to be really low when you buy the house, because when you buy the house, that does trigger 
um, them to reassess the house. That Save Our Homes benefit falls off. They reassess the house after you purchase the home. Now, that takes effect on January 1st. So, hey, if you buy early in the year like we are right now in February, that year's taxes are not going to be based on the new value. That new value doesn't come into play until the year after. So, hey, yeah, maybe year one taxes are low, and that's what your mortgage and your escrow is based on. But January 1st of the next year, it's going to get reassessed, and most likely it is going to go up. Now, the you know pro here once you do homestead it you're going to get that same save our homes benefit but you're starting over at a new assessed value so definitely want to keep that in mind yep absolutely all right you know have anything else to add to that i i do have um a little bit more something else i wanted to mention because this does come up um there, there's another thing called homestead that's not necessarily the homestead tax exemption because there are other benefits to homesteading a property. And uh, I may be mistaken here, but I believe it is tied into getting this homestead tax exemption. But basically, again, we've been talking about how homesteading a property is, you know, means it's your primary residence. But there are some, some other benefits in Florida to having a homestead like this, such as protection from creditors. Um, I'll, I'll try not to read this verbatim because it might get a little confusing, but I mean, basically we have a Florida constitutional homestead exemption and it is virtually impossible for somebody to force you to sell a home because of debt. So basically um, it's, it's nearly impossible for a debtor um, or uh, excuse me, a creditor to foreclose on your home um, if it is your homestead exemption. Now the, you know, the uh, exception there, I almost said exemption again. The exception there would be like if you take out a home loan, you know, you buy a home, you put your three or 5% down and then decide, hey, I'm just not going to pay it. Well, they can still foreclose on a homestead. Um, You know, so you do still have to pay your house note. I think there's a couple of others, if I'm not mistaken, I believe an HOA lien, I believe they can foreclose even on a homestead. Um, Right. But other than that, you know, you, you can't have your homestead, your primary residence taken because of credit card debt or because you, get sued because you were in a car wreck or anything like that just because you owe somebody money they can they might be able to take everything else from you they cannot take your homestead from you in florida that is correct yeah and then uh, another one is um homestead property is typically not it doesn't go in the will and there's a lot of ins and outs on this i know we've we've kind of learned a lot about this from uh the title company the closing agent that we use um but one of the things that they were mentioning in a course recently was if you know, if a family's homesteading a property, say um, husband and wife, and one of them passes away, the homestead property automatically goes to the surviving mm-hmm. spouse. It does not have to go through probate or anything like that, like it would if it was not a primary residence. So that's another homestead protection that you get. And again, like most things, that one is very complicated, but, uh, you know, something to keep in mind. Absolutely. At the end of the day, we both are not CPAs either. <laughs> so We're not yeah. CPAs. We're not lawyers. We are real estate. Hey. Agents. agents we want to help you find right. a home but we're trying to give you you know pertinent information that that will help you understand what you're getting into when you move to Florida and again as we know you know some of our listeners may have already moved to Florida in in January or in 2020 um And they might have bought a house, but they're still listening to the show because they want to learn all about Florida. So we want to let you guys know, make sure you register for your homestead exemption if you have done that. And if you move to Florida here in 2020, 2021 or, you know, anytime in the future, homestead exemption is still going to exist. Make sure you register. Absolutely. All righty. 
All right. We want to hear from you. What are your questions about moving to Florida? Let us know. Drop us a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Moving to Florida Show. And for Twitter, our handle is at Moving to Florida Show. If you'd like to connect with us, if you have any questions or if you just need a realtor in Florida, you can reach out to us at Moving to Florida Show at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show. And if you like our content, so it will automatically download to your device and get you one step closer to moving to Florida. Florida.